Good morning and welcome to Nature Watch. Nature Watch is sponsored by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. Along with our host Gary Miller, please welcome Andy Waddell. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey there. Good morning. Well, we're just thumping away on this. <laughs> you bet. You yeah. bet. Hey. I like this. I like this little uh, theme here. Thank that little, you. Yeah. It's got a nice ring to it. Yes, it does. So, we start a new era this morning, my friends. You bet. Or a continuing era. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, well you know, we're shifting away from, you know, exclusively birds. Now we can cover the entire genre of nature. Yes. So, uh, birds, wildlife, plants, fungi, all sorts of things you're going to see in nature. Weather, um, there's all sorts of aspects that uh, encompass that whole environment. Um, every every little aspect is affected by all the other aspects to some extent. So, exciting to, to look at this journey going uh, forward and exploring nature. I get to learn, you get to learn. So, uh, share some of, some of my experiences and some of my observations. Yeah, there you go. And now, uh, are you going to continue the honor tradition of trivia? Yes, I am. Okay. And... Uh, so I actually have a trivia question re- related to birds this morning, but uh, we'll yeah. expand well, that. You know, that's fine, <laughs> because uh, I have a question that kind of involves birds, but other flying things that are really annoying. So, Jim, you, you can be our first uh, our first caller. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so while, I, while you sit in this chair, and what I'll do is I'll go out in the hall, <laughs> I'll hit I'll hit 382-4280, you uh, answer it, you put me on, and we'll, be, we'll do it that way. So our friends... <laughs> Our friends listening in, I just wanted you to, uh, I wanted to introduce my friend and great employee of many years, Gary Miller, and uh, we want to walk that path with you with bird and other things that are uh, maybe at your feeder. It might not always be bird. And so uh, Gary, with some of his experiences and some of his uh life stories that's where we felt it'd be a great companionship to uh carry on that tradition so thank you gary for joining us yeah i'm really excited about this uh, i've been interested in nature since i was a kid i grew up on a farm and we had fields and fence rows and so i used to explore when we had a little bit of time sometimes in those sort of down days in summer uh carried my field guide for birds and mammals out and did all sorts of exploring identifying plants i continue to learn uh it's one of the neat things once once you uh Get to that point, you think you understand everything about nature, and nature ex- uh, really surprises you. That uh, you find something new or you see something unusual. Uh, I know several years ago, I had a good friend that uh, is in his 90s now, and asked me if I'd ever seen something so unusual like a night crawler crawling across snow in January. Um, not very common, but uh, d- does occur sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> you get those little warm ups, so they are very active in the wintertime. Um, I think it's going to be very uh, interesting just to go along this whole journey. Uh, I have so many interests with nature, and like I said, I always explore, always learning something when I go out outside. Yeah, there you go. Okay, we're going to take phone calls and text all morning long, 3824, or all half hour long till 9 o'clock, and then, of course, into Over the Garden Fence. 382-4280-877-382-4280. If you're shy about getting on the radio, we encourage you to text in your question to 80373. But as far as our trivia question goes, you will want to call and be one of the first callers. Jim McKinney, as a matter of fact, is in Master Control as we speak. Do you have a trivia question for us? Yes, sir? actually. So my trivia question this morning is about hummingbirds. Uh, we're starting to see uh, hummingbirds maybe start migrate a little bit. And uh, typically we think of birds, uh, groups of birds called flocks. 
Um, however, many other birds have other names for those groups of birds. So I think where most of us are familiar with gaggle of geese or a murder of crows. And so my question this morning, what are some names of groups of hummingbirds? And so that first caller that uh, calls in with two correct answers, because there's multiple answers. Okay. Uh, they'll win a $20 gift card from Waddell's. Yes, that's right. Um, now, two, they have to get two. They have to get two. Two. How many are there? So there are five of them. Okay. So so, so you, you don't need the majority, just two out just of five. Two. <laughs> okay, there you go. 382-4280-877-382-4280. Gary is looking for two species of hum- hummingbirds. Oh, so two names of two, groups two of hummingbirds. Two names of groups of hummingbirds, yeah. not species. Okay. Yeah, so, t- typi- names of groups. so typically hummingbirds don't form groups. Uh, not very large groups, but they do occasionally. So there are some terms for that group of hummingbirds. Okay. Kind of like a horde of ants. Right. Yes. A horde, a <laughs> horde of ants. That's what it's, that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Again, our number is 382-4280-877. 382-4280. We are looking for two, the names of two groups of hummingbirds. Correct. Out of five. So I know you all are Googling right now trying to get that answer. <laughs> I get it. Okay. <laughs> but before we before we wait for the phones, um, what 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 else do you uh, bring to the table as far as uh, what you do at Waddell's? So, so I have all sorts of interests besides uh, plants at Waddell's. Uh, I work with our quarry with rocks. Rocks is part of nature. Uh, I grew up picking rocks on a farm uh, every year. Uh, so you get tired of looking at rocks after a while, and now I enjoy looking at them much more, though I've always enjoyed looking at them. Uh, I've, I've been involved in scouting for quite a few years as an adult. was never a scout as a youngster. Okay. And uh, so I do a lot of uh, – I enjoy doing hiking, uh, especially getting out and uh, – some of those state parks, national forests, oh, uh, state right. forests. So there's all sorts of areas to explore, little county parks, little municipal parks, all sorts of areas you can explore nature. I have no life, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I say that I say that as Andy sipping his coffee. <laughs> we almost had a mess in here. <laughs> but you need to get out and explore some of those I, parks, I, it sounds I do, like. I do. Well, you know, I, I walked to work this morning, so that right there is an adventure in itself. Oh, 17 God. minutes. Well, I'm down at the end of the street. So, yeah, you know. not bad. Yeah, I, yeah, my, so, my so, legs are good. I, I made it okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, anywhere near, you know. <laughs> Julius, save us. Good morning. Yes. Welcome, well, good welcome morning. to Nature good Watch. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. You have an answer to our question, sir. Yes, I'd like to guess a charm or a glitter. Yeah, we're waiting for the judge. Oh, yeah, okay. that'd, be, that'd be you. That'd be you. A charm or a glitter, Gary? Well, you've got one of those correct. One? Yeah, I'm oh. not going to tell which one, though. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. Try again, Julius, as we uh, take a switch here and we go with Dave on the phone. Good morning, Dave. Welcome to Nature Watch. Morning. How are you doing? I am wonderful. How are you? Good. First caller didn't get it. Uh, first caller did not get they got one of the two but okay we're not sure which a, one either i got a couple for you okay a charm and a bouquet a charm wow and a bouquet so, so i've so i'll tell you the charm is not correct but uh that's not one i ran across so that isn't on my list that that's i have it may top, be a correct term there may be a multiple one on so that's not on my list that i have yeah. as far as the answers huh okay 
All right. Well, check your internet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. Try. We'll try again here. Uh, 382-4280-877-382-4280. Now we have one correct one, which is the bouquet, right? Correct. Okay. Charm is not correct. Correct. Okay. So we need one other out of five total. Charm is right. Three eight two. No, charm is not correct. Or charm is not correct. Like bouquet, bouquet is correct. Three eight two four two eight zero eight seven seven. Three eight two. Four two eight zero. If you can figure out two of the groups of hummingbirds, one's been given. We're yes. waiting for the other. <laughs> wow! Everybody's googling out there. Oh, that that is right. And of course, I I think Julius may be taking another shot at this. Well, that might be We're good because to, he, he yeah. had a, I think he had another correct answer in there. So you might put the two together. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh. You see, and yeah, Google is life right now. Yeah, and, and, and of course, YouTube as well is life. Uh, Julius, did you figure it out, my friend? I think it's a glitter or a hover. Correct. There you go. So those are those are two of the five that I had. The other other three that I had was a bouquet, a shimmer, or a tune. Yeah, a tune of hummingbirds. Yeah. A tune. <laughs> those were other ones that were listed. There you go. Well, thank you so much. Uh, all right. I really, I'm, I'm looking forward to your new show. I I, I missed uh, Roger Taylor, of course. Well. Uh, Oh. But he he what what is he seventy <laughs> two? Um, seventy two young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, you know, you well, we know he's a cue ball. That's about all we're going to say right hey. now. You know what? I am too. So. Roger and Waddell's are still friends. We yeah. uh, we uh, we hope he's tuning in once in a while, and that's why we've got somebody that is uh, going to follow in his tracks and do a good job. So, but, but Roger's well, big thing. Forward to your new show. Thank you. All right. Yeah, Roger is going to go travel the world now there and maybe he'll call in from some of those remote locations with some questions <laughs> well, yeah there you go great all right julius hang on the line i'm gonna send you back to jim mckinney he will get information from you and we'll send you out that waddell's gift certificate as we roll into a break right here on our first edition of nature watch 382-4280-877-382-4280 or you can text your questions into gary at 80373 nature watch our first edition continues next on WKZO. Do you have something in your landscape that you'd rather not look at? Now is a great time to plant an evergreen hedge in your landscape while Waddell's has their local grown evergreens on sale. This week, save 40% on your choice of instant fence size arborvitaes that make a great looking year-round green screen. Some of the lush green evergreens Waddell's recommends include Techni Arborvitae, Blue Point Juniper, Black Hills Spruce, or Michigan State Tree, the White Pine. Whether you're trying to block the view of an unsightly propane tank, inserting some year-round green in your front yard, or trying to go for more privacy from your neighbors, Waddell's has the top quality plants you need. Waddell's evergreens are grown in their own local nursery, which assures they'll be hardy in your landscape. Plus, you'll save 40% on all of them now through next Wednesday. Stop in and talk to the certified green industry specialists at Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Streets. Nature Watch continues on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Gary Miller, our host, and 382-4280 questions for Gary, and I will lead off with our first question. Because it is, uh, well, it would help if I turned your mic on as well. There you oh, go. yes, that would help. Yeah. <laughs> now, sitting outside, enjoying just beautiful weather this last week, 
There's a hummingbird feeder just off the deck of the uh, back patio. Okay. Okay. There are not not really the hummingbirds are trying to get to it, but there is a bigger problem inside, not only on the outside of the uh, hummingbird feeder, but they found their way in as well. Yes, get some hornets, of those pests. Yes, hornets like crazy. Yes, hornets and yellow jackets will actually tra- chase hummingbirds away from the feeder. And that's actually a good a good question because that was one of the things I wanted to talk about this morning is cleaning your bird feeder. Uh, primarily, you know, we're talking about hummingbirds here. Yeah. So. Well, a couple of things with the hummingbird feeders as far as cleaning them so you don't attract those yellow jackets and hornets that chase the hummingbirds off. Make sure when you're filling that hummingbird feeder that you clean the outside of it totally. Um, any little remnant of that sugar-water mixture in there, those yellow jackets and hornets will hone in on that and start coming to the feeder. A uh, couple other interesting tidbits on, on yellow jackets and hornets is that they're attracted to the color yellow which is sort of ironic because most times those bee guards you put in the hummingbird feeders are yellow. Mm-hmm. But I also found out that you can confuse the yellow jackets and hornets. Move your hummingbird feeder. The hummingbirds will quickly find a new location. The yellow jackets and hornets, not so quick. So you can confuse them. They're not as intelligent, I guess, as the hummingbirds. Ah, so that's okay. a good way to do it. Sometimes you have to take that feeder down for a day or two just to get the yellow jackets and hornets going elsewhere. And okay. uh, that really helps. But you want to make sure you get that feeder clean, especially on the outside, and wipe all that residue off. Okay. Um, now, uh, there was a there was a kind of I, I had part two to this, but I forgot about part two to this, and that's a good thing because Carol's actually on the phone. Let's bring uh, bring her on here on WKZL. She has a question about uh, seeing birds up close. Morning, Carol. Good morning. I've had uh, two experiences this. Hey, uh, Carol, can you can you turn your radio down, please, on? Well, I have to go way in the other room. To okay. Do it. Oh, hey. well, I, I just hear you in the background. Hear it in the background, and uh, I listening to myself on echo is not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all good. Go ahead, Carol. Okay, uh, I said I've had two experiences this summer that oh, I have never had in my whole life, and my life is rather long. So anyway, um, I just was thanking God for it. It was just so beautiful. Uh, I had a. I was out spraying my little flocks uh, for mildew, and I stood there, and I heard this hum, and I stood still, and I turned around and looked, and here was this hummingbird just hovering very close. I could have reached out and touched it if I would have moved, which I didn't, and it just kind of hovered there for several seconds, and I was wondering what it was doing or if it was going to, you know, come up and try to do something um, with my sprayer or whatever, but anyway... Uh, it, it hovered there for a short time, and then it, it disappeared. I mean, it took off, but I, I've never had that one that close before while I was moving, you know. And the other one was the eagle sitting on the side of the road, which uh, I've never seen one that close. It was huge, you know, from what you usually see in birds. And uh, I, I wondered what it was doing there, but I don't okay. know. Yeah, so the hummingbird was checking you out, um, was <laughs> looking to see who was disturbing his food source or what they were doing by, your, by their food source. Um, I've had hummingbirds actually uh, do that, too, sitting out in the patio, and they come up and check you out a little bit. Um, the, our hummingbirds, well, our, our hummingbird feeder is out a little ways from the house, and when the uh, feeder gets towards empty, they will come up and hover outside our kitchen window and try to get our attention to make sure we fill it again. I so, have woodpeckers that do that. 
So, so they, uh, they'll, they'll let you know when it gets low. But he was just checking you out uh, just to see what uh, what you were doing and also to make sure that you weren't disturbing his food source. Um, eagles that on the side probably. of the road, typically we think of eagles as being that very, sometimes very ferocious bird. Um, they catch all sorts of animals to eat. They fish. Um, eagles will also eat roadkill or, or dead animals that, are, that they find out. And they'll actually do a, they're more of a scavenger bird. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the reasons that uh, Benjamin Franklin was really lobbying to get the uh, American wild turkey as the national bird instead of the eagle, huh. because the eagles are more of a scavenger bird. Mm-hmm. So well, that's I what that, that eagle was but doing. I didn't know that there was any roadkill there, but anyway, it was gone when it came back through. So uh, yeah, I was just—I so just typically every time I go by a deer or anything on the road that it turns around, runs back, and not across. Yeah, it might have, might have, might have smelled something. And the eagles will smell that that roadkill or that dead animal, just like vultures do. And so they will hone in on that. They might have not seen anything, but it might have been something off to the side of the road. Yeah. I've seen them uh, perched in fields before, where they actually land and uh, a deer or another animal has been hit, and uh, they're scavenging and getting food there. They don't have to catch anything then; it's already there. Yeah. So it works out really well for them. Well, I was just excited to see one that close. I have never seen one up that close. Yes, it is exciting to see those. Uh, that, uh, trying to get close to them sometimes is difficult because they uh, do uh, are a little apprehensive about people around them. I've been uh, camping in the Upper Peninsula and canoed up uh, a, a pair of eagles sitting in a tree, uh, almost got underneath the tree and the shoreline, and uh, until they you know they flew away then. But uh, trying to get that close sometimes is difficult. So it's exciting to see them. So, such a large bird. They're a beautiful bird, and I like to watch them. When I see them soaring in the air, I see a lot of that around here more more than ever before. I think. So yeah, all you know, all the birds are exciting to watch. You get the, you get the very large birds like the eagle, some of the other raptors. Uh, you get the small small birds down to the hummingbirds. Uh, they're all enjoy, enjoyable to watch just because they have so many different activities that they're doing and different habitats that they live in, and uh, trying to watch them fly around. It's exciting. I've had woodpeckers, too, that are so big. I was really surprised when I first saw one of those. Ooh. Yeah, the, 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 the pileated or pileated woodpecker is very uh, shy bird. Uh, typically, you hear them, don't see them, except when they're flying away. They usually try to stay on the opposite side of a tree that they're on from where you're at. And right. uh, they are a very large bird. Occasionally, they'll come into my feeder in the wintertime and eat some suet and some seed. Uh, but not too often, just because they're so shy. So, well, thank I don't you, have hummingbird feeders because I kind of gave that up a while back, not being able to uh, get the feed without having to put dye in it. And I, I see that. And I'm not going to feed them that. So uh, I gave my feeder away. But uh, I have flowers, and they come and get into those. So I know I can do that. Yeah, so actually with the feeder, um, you don't need to put the dye in there. You can just put the sugar water in and uh, just have that uh, some red color on the feeder itself. And they'll come in just uh, very, very much... Uh, a lot of activity on those feeders. So thank you, Carol. Yeah. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank, thank you, Carol. You. I, no, go ahead. I just say thank you and bye-bye. Okay, good. Okay. Goodbye, Carol. 269-382-4280. Now back to um, the um, the hummingbird and uh, hornet issue. Yes. Mint leaves around the um, base of the hummingbird feeder. Does yeah. that help? That was a Facebook hack that I saw. Yeah, so I actually ran across that fact in, in looking, and I, so I tried looking up more, and you know, thanks to Google, you can look up all sorts of things. Wasn't very much data out there. Um, I saw a couple comments that people had put, put mint leaves on the top of the hummingbird feeder where it's hanging, too. Just that smell of mint. 
not a lot of study on it that I, I could find, but uh, it'd be worth trying just to try yeah. to get those uh, yellow jackets and keep them away because yeah. they can be very aggressive this time of year. Yeah, according to the hack that um, I guess the mint smell drives Correct. away the yellow jackets. So, you know, I guess I guess it's worth a try. 269-382-4280. And you, you were talking about yellow jackets or you wanted to discuss yellow yeah, jackets. Yeah, yellow, yellow, yellow jackets uh, can be very aggressive this time of year. Yeah. Tune, tune in sometime in the next couple of weeks and I'll actually talk quite extensively about yellow jackets, some of my personal experiences. I want to talk a little more about cleaning bird feeders. Now's a great time to clean those bird feeders, um, whether you've been feeding all summer or you or a person that just feeds in the fall and winter and, and early spring. Uh, you want to get those feeders out there and filled because we're starting to see migrant birds coming through from, from up north. Uh, there's already snow in northern Canada. I was looking at the forecast the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, so those birds are starting to come south because they've had cooler temperatures. Make sure those feeders are clean. Remove all the uh, old seed, decomposing seed from those, those hopper feeders, um, whether it's a wood feeder or recycled a uh, plastic feeder, a metal feeder. Make sure you clean all that uh, loose debris or make it make it loose with a brush, soft bristle brush. Clean those feeders with a mild bleach solution. Okay. And we've got some bird feeder cleaners at, uh, at, at Waddell's um, and then brushes. Uh, but those brushes, you want to make sure those feeders are very clean. A mild uh, bleach solution will actually kill bacteria that's potentially on those feeders. You can do the same thing with hummingbird feeders. Small feeders, you can run them through your dishwasher if the manufacturer's recommendations allow that. And uh, do it on a hot water cycle. Uh, make sure that you rinse those very thoroughly after using that mild bleach solution. Mm -hmm. Make sure they're totally dry before you fill them. And you don't want to have any moisture there in, in a seed hopper, and you're going to end up with some mold at some point. But make sure those feeders are clean. You're going to want to clean those feeders again in the, later in the fall after the migrant birds have come through before you do that winter feeding. Um, and as far as leaving hummingbird feeders out, it sounds odd, but you want to leave those hummingbird feeders out through at least the middle of October, maybe into November. And uh, so, so you really want to watch the hummingbird feeder. When you haven't seen any activity for two to three weeks, that's the time to take your hummingbird feeder down. It really depends on how warm it stays in the autumn here. Mm -hmm. um, if it stays warm a lot longer, those, those birds will, will stay around much longer. Uh, the male hummingbirds typically migrate first, sometimes starting as early as August. The females and the youngsters follow soon after. Most times they're flying solo. Uh, not very often that they fly in, in, a, in a hover or a tune or a bouquet. Uh, and uh, so it uh, really uh, don't see them, see them moving too far, often right. Right. Uh, in okay. groups. Well, there you go. Gary, thank you for coming in. You know, the first edition of Nature Watch. A couple of bumps in the road, you know, courtesy of me. But, hey, <laughs> we made it through. Thank oh, you, everybody. Thanks yeah. for joining so, Gary. So if you have a question during the week, I have an email address, naturewatch at waddells.com. All one word, naturewatch, N-N-W are capitalized. So naturewatch at waddells.com. There you go. Gary, thank you so much. Andy, you are on deck, my friend. <laughs> Get outside and enjoy the outdoors. You bet. Thank you, everybody, for listening. There you go. And thank you for listening to our first edition of Nature Watch. Tune in each Saturday at 8.30 a.m. for Nature Watch. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery, Floral, and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. CBS News coming up next and then over the garden fence right here on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO.